host of Ride the Vibe. Totally, totally stoked to have Lolo in the studio. And the studio would be D-R-S-A-T-L, owned and operated by my good friend, Waheed Gomes, uh, the proprietor and the master of all things sound and all things technology. Uh, It wouldn't be a Ride the Vibe without Waheed. And it is uh, totally, totally cool to have Lolo in the studio on his birthday. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh. Fantastic to have you here on your birthday. How cool is that? And it's Waheed's birthday. Right. Isn't that crazy? It's like unbelievable. Yeah. I was shocked when I first met him. I was like, what are the odds of us having the same exact birthday? Exactly. So it was a perfect day to do our show. And we've got a special surprise for you. Oh. And I've got a gift for you, right? Mm -hmm. So while we play this surprise, uh, if you'd go ahead and just open your gift, and Waheed, if we could cue up that special surprise for both y'all. Oh. Do we have any chicken to eat with it? <laughs> no. <laughs> you recognize this song? We're going to a party, party. I don't recognize it. <laughs> oh, the Beatles. Okay. <laughs> I know about four Beatles songs. <laughs> well, now you know a fifth. Now I know a fifth, yeah. <laughs> this is birthday song. All right. Well, then good. Thank y'all. Thank you so much for that, Waheed. And the birthday gift at, that you referenced is some hot sauce. And what's special about the hot sauce is that was put together by my sister. It's got her little uh, dog, Dakota, on the cover or on the label. And she is raising money for pets in the Ukraine. And she's raised about 1100 bucks already and then has found a um, organization that is matching that amount 10 to 1. Wow. So she's awesome. turned her uh, hot sauce fundraiser into about $11,000. That is awesome. To go to uh, help the pets uh, with medicine and food, et cetera. So both you and uh, Waheed get a little bit of... Uh, the Dakota hot sauce. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have any chicken. I just no brought, chicken the, for it. Just oh, brought the hot sauce. <laughs> and Lola, for your uh, fans that are legion and growing and are going to continue to grow as they hear this great new album, Taurus, which we're going to feature, what we like to, and they may not be familiar with Ride the Vibe, but what we suggest is that the listeners sit back, comfortable environment of their choosing, get a beverage of their choice. And in the studio, we are featuring some sparkled water by our uh, company sponsor, Drinkmate, and their tagline is the Carbonate Anything Drinkmaker, y'all. So for those of you looking for ways to, A, get off the sugared beverages and go with something healthy, this is a great little product. It'll sparkle anything. 
And if you're looking for a way to reduce on the recycling side of things, you can do away with all those containers you buy in the store and you don't have to recycle them because this thing just uh, is reusable. Yeah, it's so really a cool, cool product uh, out of uh, Michigan. And you have said of yourself, I'm not scared of or for anything I create. I made it. I know the ins and outs. And if I made it to succeed, then that's what it'll do in its own right uh, and time. Exactly. And you were, uh, that was a quote you put together for your EP. Dysthymia. Yeah, I released it last year in July. Yeah. Um, I was really nervous when I first did the music because I was like, okay, what am I doing? Right. So when I first came into the studio with Waheed, I was like, um, I'm new. Yeah. I was like, so take your time with me. I'm not really sure what we're going to do with it, but it's going to be great. Whatever it is, it's going to be great. Yeah. And so from that point, that's basically what I had the, you know, mindset set out for was to make great music. Yeah. It'll sell itself. Yeah. Um, once it's out. I think I had my mom really going through my mind a lot, which is, I made you, you're going to succeed. I know you are. So this is my child. So I made it a point that you're going to succeed whether I push you or not. So that was the goal. So she's really an inspiration for you. Yeah, huge inspiration. She was a hard worker. Yeah. She really got us through a lot of hard times. So yeah, she's a huge uh, inspiration behind that album. Still uh, alive? Yeah, she's still here. Uh, Well, shout out to Miss Lolo. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's still here. I love it. Very cool. So the way we run this format, Again, for uh, your fans and those that are going to be soon to be new fans, we're going to play uh, six songs off Taurus, your new full-length release. Yes, full album. Yes, Full album. And we're only going to play a couple minutes, y'all, of those songs because we want you to go out and buy the music. Yes. So Lolo can make some money. <laughs> Support. <'Cause, yeah>, <laughs> Support it's, me. It's bloody tough out there. You're very. So where do they need to go to put the most money in your pocket? Well, streaming does not pay us a lot, no, but it does, it does earn me a lot of support. Yeah. So just stream it. That's okay. it. It's not really about the money. It's more so about the support and the art. So okay. iTunes, Tidal, yeah. Amazon Music, Pandora, doesn't really matter to me. Just yeah. search me up. That's Lolo. Yep. And the album is Taurus. Beautiful. So uh, for those of us that are old-fashioned like The Last DJ, can <laughs> they buy a CD Um, No, not yet. Right now it's strictly digital. Just digital. Okay, fantastic. Well, let's, uh, you know, let's cue up Stubborn. All right. If we could. Because that's kind of a tie into the Taurus sort of thing. Isn't it? (laughs) Let's go ahead and get the cliche out the way now. (laughs) Right (laughs) Go ahead and get that out the way, yeah. (laughs) So, Waheed, if we could cue that up. Again, we're only going to play a couple minutes of this song, y'all. So, while we're playing this music, go out and stream it, buy it, et cetera, et cetera. We'll be right back.
Ride the Vibe with Michael Litton. We just heard Stubborn off of Lolo's new LP release, full-length LP, uh, titled Taurus. And just before the song, we were talking about the influence of your mother, but uh, your father has also been a big influence on you, and yep. he passed, sadly, but you dedicated a song to him off of Dystymia, which was morning. Morning, yeah. yeah. I wrote a letter to my dad after I started therapy, they said it'd be really therapeutic to kind of write down your thoughts. I was yeah. like, yeah, okay, I guess. Yeah. So on a random night, I was having one of my uh, cry spells. Yeah. <laughs> and I decided to write a letter to my dad. Yeah. And as I was writing it, I said, okay, well, we're done. We're just going to put it away. But a melody had popped up in my head. So I went on YouTube and I said, okay, well, then let me just listen to some acoustic beats because that's what I hear. Yeah. And it's so easy to go on YouTube and just find a producer, but you kind of want to really relate. Yeah. to what it is that you're looking for. And magically, I found something. I added a few extra lines, and yeah. boom, we got a song. Wow. Yeah, but it's one of my favorites off of yeah, that album. That album. Yeah. So uh, talk about, were your mom and dad musical, Lolo? Uh, no, not musical at all. They were more like in the kitchen. Oh, <laughs> my mom and my dad were great cooks yeah. and things like that. Music just kind of fell in my lap, uh, um, mainly about... because of my brother and my sister. Okay. Talk older Brothers and Older, I'm the youngest, so youngest. yeah. Okay. Well, how talk about their, their influences and how that came right. about a little bit. Um, growing up, we listened to a lot of hip hop, yeah. mainly like the Fugees, KRS-One, things like that. But yeah. once we moved up to New Jersey, I was introduced to a whole different type of music, different type of sound. Yeah. It was a lot more uh, broad. And so from that point, we were able to kind of put them together and we would just randomly make up songs as, <laughs> as yeah. we were going write raps here and there. It's just playful at first. I didn't really know that it was a learning process. Yeah. Then the older I got, I was able to kind of curate that into an actual skill. Yeah. So yeah, they were huge influences in me hearing different sounds of different types of music for yeah. sure. And are they musical to this day? Do they? No, I'm the only music really? <laughs> person. Um, now we all love music, of right, course. Like right. My mom has her favorite artist. Music has always been yeah. A steady part of our life, but yeah, I was the only one who really pursued, pursued music. Yeah. yeah, wow. And then talk about some of your influences: Prince, Mariah Carey, Beyonce. Yes. I see you're wearing. Uh, oh yeah, she's I, here. She's always with me. It's my good luck charm. charm. Very cool. Very <laughs> yeah. good. So talk about those influences and you know how special each one are to you and your um, music. Yeah, Prince is one of my all-time idols. Mm -hmm. um, I had so much respect for him, his skill, yeah. the amount of energy and effort he put into his work. Effort is always a big deal. Mm -hmm. And someone like him, that's someone I would love to be like yeah. in a way. His sound, the way that he sang, it was, it was passionate. Whether mm -hmm. it was him singing it a little bit softer or off-key on record, it didn't really matter. It was about getting the art yeah. And the premise out, and it was he's just amazing. Yeah, Mariah was one of my muses. I just I oh, can't even put into words because yeah. I don't think a lot of people understand what goes into actually creating a song. Yeah, and she creates a full song. It's mm -hmm. not just a instrumental with a vocal. She uses her voice like an instrument, right. and she fills it up in its layers and harmonies and yeah. I'm just obsessed. <laughs> I'm just obsessed. I, I can love do it. something now. So muse and effort. We've got yes. two Yes, keys. those two things yeah. are huge. I yeah. love it. And then talk a little bit about John Legend's influence on you. Um, I actually came across John Legend. My sister, she was in the military and she had came home to visit. 
And she was like, oh, you should listen to this album called Get Lifted. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, yeah, you just put it over there. I'll listen to it eventually. Yeah. But I finally listened to it and I had heard Ordinary People on the radio. So I was already familiar. Yeah. That album, once I got through the entire album, I just yeah. said, I, I don't know how I live without this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this wow. man, he sounded like... I can't really put into words. The lyrics, it sounded so authentic to who he was. And he had a very warm tone. It Mm -hmm. was like a very warm hug from a friend that you haven't seen in a while. So yeah, loved it. Now, literally an album, Lolo? Yes. Yes. Wow. So your sister's old school in that regard with... Yeah. So um, we're talking about the John Legend album, right? Yeah. I mean, but literally... Album, album. Yeah, I listened to his entire album. So it was... On vinyl, but I guess I should say vinyl. Oh, no, no vinyl. No no (laughs) vinyls. He's a a current artist. (laughs) No vinyls. So, no, it was a CD. It was a CD. Okay. But a lot of artists, you know, that I've had in the studio seem to be kind of going back to releasing stuff on vinyl. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's definitely a fad. Um, and a little niche, you know, Yeah, like, I was going to say I enjoy it. And I think if you have it in your artist budget, it's awesome. Yeah, right, <laughs> but right, right. For somebody like me, we'll wait on that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah. wait. I love it. Very cool. Well, let's, uh, let's queue up high. Yes. And then I want to come back and talk a little bit about uh, the cliche or the stereotypes of the Taurus. Can't wait. <laughs> Can't wait. Because <laughs> you want to dispel them. Yeah. Well, heed another Taurus, if we could. Let's hear some high. what he wants to play and saying what he wants to say, having a fascinating conversation with Lola and playing his great music off of Taurus. And he has said that he wants people to understand the Zodiac or use it sometimes as a way to figure me out to understand that 
Torians. Torians, yeah, are more <laughs> than just stubborn or other stereotypes we hear constantly. Complex empaths, and uh, we are the heart of the Zodiac, and I hope that by bearing out some of my feelings, I can show listeners that Tara... Say it again. Torians. <laughs> See, I'm a Pisces. Torians are all, all of these things and more. Yes. So talk about uh, uh, your favorite song now, uh, currently High. High is currently my favorite song. It did change next week. But yeah. yeah, currently it is. I love it. And why? Uh, we'll talk a little bit about Tarians. Okay. And the stereotype and why you felt compelled to uh, dispel those stereotypes. <laughs> For the most part, as soon as people hear Taurus, the first thing I hear is, oh, yeah, stubborn. Right. Bullheaded. Right. We have no other qualities, apparently, but stubborn <laughs> is the only thing that we possess. <laughs> no heartbeat or anything, but, yeah, we're stubborn. So yeah. it was kind of getting to a point where I said, the Zodiac is kind of a way for people to kind of find their way to or navigate a little bit when it comes to interpersonal connections. Mm -hmm. And so I said, well, if you're going to use that, use it right. There's yeah. so many other qualities that we possess. Yeah that don't involve us being hard-headed, yeah. you know, like being empathetic, feeling what you're going through. Right. You know, I'm not a mother, but I can feel if you have lost someone or, sure. you know, I'm not a parent or anything like that. So right. I was able to put that into a context just in the song form. Yeah. High, for example, most people probably hear it and immediately think you're talking about a partner or a spouse. Mm -hmm. But no, I'm just saying anyone that gives you that euphoric feeling, mm -hmm. whether it be your dog, whether it be your favorite shoes or whatever yeah. the case is. Yeah. But I'm someone who I'm very loyal and yeah. I attach very easy. And that's a trait that I realize a lot of us Torians do possess. Yeah. So whether you believe in the Zodiac or not, that is something that we've noticed a majority yeah. has felt. So that's why that song itself really resonates with me. It really yeah. shows the euphoric feeling that you get when you can relate and speak with someone who's on your same level. I love it. You know, what's interesting. I've known Waheed, blessed to know him for four years. Mm -hmm. We've been doing this show and never, well, I, I, I'm not that in tune to the Zodiac. <laughs> yeah. I know what I am, but you know, mm -hmm. Pisces, but never would have associated the word stubborn really? with Waheed. No, I, I oh, never. Oh, no, he's stubborn. I never, <laughs> I never linked the, uh, the uh, you know, that he was a Taurus because yeah. I didn't, you know, May 2nd. Birthday. Day one, day Wait. one when I met him. That's really? the first question I asked. I said, when is your birthday? Oh, interesting. And no, I asked him, I said, what is your sign? He said, oh, I'm a Taurus. I said, yeah. oh, me too. I said, yeah. well, when's your birthday? He said, May 2nd. I said, yeah. oh, mine too. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, because I immediately was like, okay, there's some type of connection there because yeah. you go through so many producers and you're in and out of different studios. And when you're indie, you really don't know yeah. what you're doing all the time when you go in there. You don't know if they're going to take your music. You don't know if they're going to take you serious. Right. But when I met him, I was like, okay, I think it took maybe 30 minutes to record the first song. And I was like, okay, well, I'll see you next week. Wow. And I'll see you the week after that. You're going to do everything. Because yeah. it just clicked that I was like, he's a genuine person. And yeah. he genuinely knows his job. So the it's great. Chemistry was good. And he did uh, your EP? Yeah, he you did this time. Uh, yeah. This time. So the second project together with this. He did Taurus for me as well, yeah, yes. I love it. Now talk about how the background singers, it sounds like, that were on That's this. all me. All you. Yes, it's all Interesting. me. Interesting. Every layer, stack, harmony. Wow. <laughs> now what about the instruments on the song? Now are that you? is not me. Okay. Yeah, I wish I was that talented, but no. But you're um, doing all the vocals. Yeah, all the vocals are me. All the yeah. lyrics are me. Um, the melodies as well. Yeah. I really try to... On dysthymia, since it was my first project, I was very nervous going yeah. into it. So I was constantly looking for validation. Is it good? Do you like it? You right. know, tell me what you think. Here, can you listen to this? Right. And it really bugged me out. So I had very mixed thoughts about myself even being an artist. Mm. 
So this uh, this time around, I was saying, you know what? Write everything. Don't ask anyone anything. So I yeah. sat in a room or I went to the park. Don't give me any input. I don't care if you like it or not. I'm going to yeah, write yeah. it. <laughs> and so you. that's why so you I had did, much yeah. more confidence. Yeah, a whole lot more confidence. I had a lot more to say. <laughs> yeah, I'll be darned. Yeah, that's cool. And you talk about, and this was a new uh, expression for me, but you talk about the phrase headphone music. Talk a little bit yes. about that and what what that means to you. And so I like when I feel like I'm conversing mm -hmm. with an artist when I hear them in my headphones. Normally when I'm by myself, I'm not an introvert per se. I'm more like an ambivert. Yeah. But when I am by myself, I tend to be really selfish with my music. I like to be by myself with this artist and yeah. feel whatever it is that I'm feeling. And I kind of wanted to be that for someone. When I was going through my battle with depression, yeah. I listened to music constantly in my headphones. Yeah. But Sometimes you would hear certain songs and you're like, it sounds better in the car. Mm -hmm. It sounds better when it's, you know, blaring out of larger speakers. I made my music strictly for headphone users. Of course, it sounds good everywhere else, right. but headphone users. I wanted it to feel a lot more intimate and I wanted you to feel what I was trying to convey to you in that song. Yeah. So I said, instead of giving you a genre, it's headphone music. Yeah. Don't ask me if it's R&B, it's not yeah, yeah. pop, it's headphone yeah. music. I'll be darned. Yeah. And you did the same, that you were mindful of that with this... Taurus yeah. releases well. both of them. Yeah. Um, I really made it a point that the first time around, there wasn't really anything that was stretched vocally. It was more so about the lyrics. I wanted you to kind of feel it was very simplified. Whereas on this one, yeah, yeah, I kind of went in and was like, let's fill it up as much as we can. I wow. need them to really have an earful of music. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, very cool. Well, let's hear uh, delusions. Yes, Wahid, if we could cue that up. off this great new release, Taurus. Talk about, you mentioned uh, your parents being uh, great cooks. 
but you also had a stint as a chef. Talk about kind of yes. the, the overlap of the creative process when you're preparing a meal and people, I think great chefs talk yeah. about how you eat with your eyes first. So you the preparation. Really yeah. So I think um, being a creative, you just got to have some way to kind of get it out. Yeah. But I also was a perfectionist and I had an issue with if I wasn't doing it, it's not great. So oh, someone would make something like, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Or, you know, I had so much faith and trust in my hands. It's almost like we can have a flight, but if I'm not the pilot, it's not a good flight. Yeah. That kind of thing. <laughs> so I basically took it into my own hands. I said, well, I can get it all out at this point. I can control everything. Right. If you make a wedding cake, every uh, detail, every sequin, every dot is in its place because I put it there. So I just love the technique and the organization that went into cooking. Yeah. And I had that same passion when it came to music, but only one of them could actually feed me. Right. <laughs> no right. pun intended. And yeah. so, you know, I had to put one on the back burner right. so I can support myself. But in the process, I still made a point that I incorporated music into my everyday living. So studying musical theory, yeah. studying vocals and things like that. Yeah. Interesting. I, I love that. And, you know, as I read your bio, You've lived in a lot of different areas, yeah. you know, growing Several. up in Rocky Mountain, North Carolina, but mm -hmm. then you, you mentioned your time up in New Jersey, you spent some time in Dallas. Talk about that experience and the pros and cons of moving around, getting relocated, you know. Yeah, I think for the most part, growing up in North Carolina, I was around my family. Mm -hmm. I was around my culture yeah. and it was normal for me. And um, I was really young when we moved up to New Jersey. Yeah, Wasn't too much of a culture shock until I realized it was a culture shock, I yeah. guess I should say. Yeah. Um, at that point, that's when I started to realize, okay, there's a difference not only where I am, but what I'm hearing. Um, a lot of my memories are attached to songs. And so that's a lot of times I can correlate where I was, what I was doing from a song that was playing at the time. Yeah. And most of the songs that I heard in North Carolina or in the South were more R&B, soul mm -hmm. driven. Once I got up to New Jersey, I heard a lot more alternative because it was in New Egypt, New Jersey. Yeah. Very small town. Loved it, though. Uh, nice. But most yeah. of the music at that point, if I think back, is a lot more pop. What was on the radio at the time. It was a lot more Alanis Morissette on the radio mm -hmm. than it was Mariah, I'll say that. Yeah. And so that caused a shift in me musically. I yeah. began to think, okay, so there's more to this than just what I've grown up listening to. And the more I moved and the more I studied, the more I was like, okay, so there's a whole world. Yeah. That yeah. <laughs> my little bubble that I was in right, is, right. You definitely got popped. Yeah. But Learning all these different cultures and being influenced by all these different sounds that really help make me who I am. Sure. And as a chef, you kind of have to learn from these different places in order to have a better technique. You don't want to just be stagnant yeah. making the same basic food every day. Right, right. So overall, all of this has been a big learning process yeah. to be able to make my music as diverse as possible. So, yeah. Was there a, a downside of being all, not always, but the new kid on the block, so to speak? Did that, yeah. did that have a... Yeah, because um, I mentioned this beforehand, but as a Torian, I feel like being a people pleaser is an issue. Uh, and I always had a problem of not necessarily wanting to fit in, but to succeed. Mm -hmm. Everything's a competition. Yeah. So constantly being in competition everywhere I go, you kind of got burnt out after a while. So by the third move, I was like, I don't care if they like me or not. I'm exhausted. Yeah. yeah. And I really didn't know who I was. It took me 
years into past graduating college for me to realize who I was yeah. at that point because I had made so many variants of myself yeah. to try to, you know, cope with being in these new locations I'm not familiar with. Right. So that was probably the downside. Yeah. Yeah. Was it helpful uh, or made easier because of the brother and your older brother and sister? Not or necessarily. Or was it too much of a was It's too much of an age gap, gap mainly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Me and my sister, we are the closest. Yeah. Um, but I was the one who was, you know, in middle school when they've graduated, that kind of thing. So yeah. it was much harder trying to navigate alone. Yeah. Because I kind of relied heavily on friends, which again correlates back to the whole loyalty being yeah. overly attached. Like if you're a friend, we are friends. You are my yeah, friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one else's friend. That yeah, is it. Yeah. So that does bother you when you have to, you know, constantly attach yourself to someone new after you spent yeah. X amount of time, you know, being around this one person right. that you thought was your person. And middle school's a yeah. tough age. Middle school, honestly, school period. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. pretty tough, yeah. Yeah. So I, I want to take a short break, Wahid, and support a sponsor that's near and dear to my heart, Foundation for Premature Infants. And then we're going to come back and run the rest of the show commercial free. So thanks to the Foundation for Premature Infants for that. We'll be right back. The number of premature infants born in the United States each year, 380,000. That's 9.8% of the total births in the U.S. The Foundation for Premature Infants' mission is to advocate for the right of all premature infants to be cared for in a developmentally supportive and age-appropriate manner. Our vision is to ensure that Premature Infants' Bill of Rights is the standard of care for all babies born prematurely 24 hours per day, 365 days per year on all shifts in every neonatal intensive care unit throughout the world. Please consider making a donation by visiting us on Facebook, Foundation for Premature Infants, or at our website, foundationforprematureinfants.org. Ride the vibe, Michael Litton, the last DJ, playing some killer songs, Stubborn High Delusions, off of Lola's new album, Taurus. Taurus, yes. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. Very good stuff. So, talk a little bit about, you know, moving around and, you know, some of the pluses. How did that help your creative process? You touched a little bit on it, getting exposed to the different, you know, musical elements and music in different areas. Yeah. Did it also give you more fodder for the writing because you had those different experiences? Yeah, poetry was a huge outlet for me even growing up, whether it was Dr. Seuss, how I wrote, or, yeah. you know, a little bit deeper the older I got. But when I was younger, I definitely made it a point that I put my feelings down on paper. Mm -hmm. um, being to myself a lot as a kid, I was very introverted. Mm -hmm. So I really put a lot into writing yeah. at that point. These different experiences that you have, I think you have to have some sort of experience at an early age to be a great writer when you get older. Yeah. So although some of those instances were unfortunate, yeah. um, they were fortunate enough for me that I was able to write when yeah. I got older about yeah. them. And then there's a lot of people who were in those same situations that I was in, mm -hmm. or they're probably in it now. I don't know how old they may be. Right. So yeah, it was a pro and a con to it. But in my opinion, I think it's more of a pro at this point. And what's the word you used? Not an introvert, not an extrovert. You used ambivert. A, ambivert. I've not heard that either. Yeah, is it someone who's not an extrovert and they're also not an introvert? They're uh, kind of one or the other, depending on the day. Oh, interesting. I'm an extrovert when I have to be. Yeah. I would prefer to be an introvert because I have to recharge by myself. I get yeah. sick of people <laughs> after a while, so I'm like, I got to stay at home and I have to recharge, recharge. and I come back out and yeah. we can all be happy. Wow. 
But writing from a young age, what's yeah. your first memory of picking up? A, what age were you when you picked uh, My up a... first time writing seriously, I was 11. Wow. And I wrote um, a song because I was sad at the time. Yeah. And um, I recorded a demo CD. Interesting. Uh, when I went to Colorado to visit, uh, to visit my sister. Yeah. And I said, okay, well then let's go ahead and, you know, I just want you to hear this. And Nikki yeah. was like, yeah, okay, I'll hear it, you know. So she heard me sing for the first time. She's all like, I didn't know you could sing. Who knew, you know, where did this come from? Right. And I was like, oh, I wrote a song too. You want to hear that? Yeah. And so from there I said, okay, I'll just keep writing. But I remember I wrote that song and I think it took me four hours. It took me forever to write the song. I said, okay, this is great. Yeah. Let's spend another four hours and write another song. And then another song. Next thing you know, I have a hobby. So, yeah, from 11 up. And who, your mom and your father, before he passed, were uh, supportive of that. Yeah. Did you have a teacher or anyone else that encouraged, yeah. encouraged the writing that you um, point to? My late English teacher, her name was uh, Diane Enderbrock. Uh, she was my favorite teacher in the world. Yeah. I mean, she knew this. I messaged her constantly. It was like, I don't care how old I get. You are forever yeah. my teacher. Yeah. Um, she encouraged my writing a lot because yeah. I was always someone who was in my head a lot, yeah. always in the clouds, over-imaginative. Um, she was someone who kind of was like, keep writing. Totally supportive. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Even though it wasn't songs, it yeah. was just the fact that you have a gift for writing. So right. whatever you do, just write. It's yeah. great. Yeah. So she was definitely the one teacher that comes to mind when it comes I'll to fully fair. pushing me there. And sadly, she's... She passed as well, yeah. Oh, man. Have you been inspired to craft a song or perhaps you already have crafted one? That I didn't want to become a dark artist. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> have all your songs about, exactly. about people that have passed away. Dysthymia, I think, was enough depression for uh, the world. Gotcha. And yeah. so I was basically, like when I was telling Waheed when I had made tours, yeah. the first song I wrote was Congratulations, yep. which is all about and we're going to play some of that. Oh, okay. Well, excellent. Then. So they'll hear. <laughs> but just before they, you know, get to hear it, yeah. it was all about congratulating myself. Yeah. That word means a lot. And so many people kind of throw it around like a hello. It doesn't really mean as much. Right. But it means a lot when I say it. So yeah. as soon as this thymia was in, I wrote that song in 10 minutes. And I said, all right, so congratulations. You know, this yeah. is it, Lolo. You are done. You are great. And so that's what that so song was self about. Yeah, exactly. It was validation from myself to yeah. me. So that's wow. how we really, that's how we feel. A lot of Torians, I think we put so much into our craft and being perfect that we don't stop and congratulate ourselves from the work that we put out. Mm -hmm. So that's what this is. I love it. <laughs> well, before we hear congratulations, yes. we're going to hear falling. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot all about falling. <laughs> and y'all, he... He gave me the songs in a specific order. I did. And Falling is a very hard song. I'm shocked I didn't I didn't give that more work. That was a hard song to sing. <laughs> well, let's cue up Falling. Thank you. 
from Lolo, or soon, I should say soon to be released because it's going to be released on May 6th. May 6th, yes. I love it. So that'll be a couple days from your birthday. Four days, yeah. Still a great birthday gift, but yeah, a couple Was days that, away. Was uh, that the timing coincide yeah. to your birthday? Or? Uh, initially, I said, okay, let me just put the whole album out on the date that tour season starts. Yeah. But I felt like I was rushing myself and I was yeah. putting myself at a disadvantage. Um, I feel like sometimes as a consumer, having too much at once, you kind of lose track. And it is a lot of tracks on this album. It's 15. So I said, if I just drop 15 tracks on a stranger who doesn't know me, they're going to be like, okay, skip this. This is too long. So I said, well, let's introduce ourselves then, Taurus. That's the perfect song. And then from that point, I said, well, I'll give it a little bit of time to breathe. And then the week of my birthday, since... The second didn't fall on a Friday. Yeah. I said, all right, well, then it'll still be a late birthday gift. So I love it. Exactly. So talk about uh, in this crazy music environment, right? I can't mm-hmm. even imagine being an artist. Crazy. Uh, the, talk about releasing an EP versus a lot of artists just doing singles now for the streaming stuff versus an album and then having an album with 15 songs, which... Yeah. Is, you know, a big body of work. It is. Talk about how your thought process with regard to all that. Um, The initial uh, dysthymia had um, 17 songs. And that was in my head. I was just like, yeah, it's going to be 17. This is it. And the more I started writing, the more I said, okay, well, get rid of this, get rid of this. And it dropped down. Most people, if they looked at it, they would have probably said, this is an album. This is not an EP. Mm -hmm. But to me, it wasn't anything I was going to push. Nothing that had a real uh, goal at the end. It was more so just get whatever was in me out. Um, Whereas this album, initially, this had 21 tracks. Wow. Um, And I said, well, we're not going to be foolish. Let's go ahead and cut that down. (laughs) And... um, yeah, so we settled on. Well, is that I hard settled to, on to kill your darlings. So no, it's not because they're still here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're still uh, here. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. they kind of linger around a little bit. Right. They'll probably be in a notebook till I'm old and gray. But yeah. yeah, they're still around. But the process of elimination normally comes from if I have a theme in my mind, mm-hmm. it's probably not going to be it. It doesn't matter what idea I have; it's probably not going to be it. And just let it kind of 
you know, wrap yeah. itself up. So that's what happened with Taurus. Mm-hmm. I started with Congratulations and I did Nice and those two songs didn't have any kind of cohesion at all. And the next thing you know, I heard the beat to Taurus and I yeah. said, it sounds like a matador. That's what I immediately uh, thought about. Yeah. I was like, what if I write a song about a bull? Yeah. Uh, what about a Taurus? Okay, <laughs> let's go ahead and do that then. Next yeah. thing I was like, everything's a Taurus, yeah. period. So then from that point, everything I wrote was in context to what I feel that I possess, I am, or yeah. I've been through. So yeah. Interesting. And do you find, you mentioned a little bit that some of the songs come quickly, some come, you know, yeah. take a long time. If they come quickly, is it a better song than one that takes a long time? Or not there's necess- no link to that? Not necessarily. I'm not going to say which song was long or not yeah. because I don't yeah. need anyone to try to guess that. Yeah. But I can definitely say I've written a song in, uh, let's see, about nine, 15 minutes. About 15 minutes it took yeah. me to write this song. And it's amazing. It's yeah. great. I love it. But there's also another song that took me two months to finish. Yeah. And the song's great. It's amazing too. as yeah. well. So there's no so, rhyme or reason. No, yeah. not at all. Normally, it just depends on what I hear, what I feel. Yeah. And if I'm in a good mood. Yeah. <laughs> and what's your process, Lola? What, do you have a certain time of day, a place I'm normally you go up to? till like 7. In 7 the in the... Yeah. So like this morning, for example, I went to bed around 7.15. Oh, my Lord. And I normally wake up... It depends. So today was at around 1, 1.30. Wow. And I'll probably write in the wee hours. So normally around 7.30, 8 o'clock. It depends on what we've done throughout the day. In the meaning wee hours of the morning. Correct. So you're definitely a night owl. It, very much so. Yeah. And Anything, always have been? Always. Yeah. Always got in wow. trouble for it. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like school. Yeah, right. How do you do? And I'm like, I can function. Trust me. It'll be fine. So wow. from that point, I said... Once I get older, I promise you, I'm not waking up early for anyone. There's yeah. no need for me. Right. I kind of had this notion in my mind that if I can do it at 4 p.m., I can do it at 4 a.m. Yeah. So that's how I live wow. mainly. So, of course, you know, no one runs on that time right. all the time. But right. for me, that works. if it was 4 p.m. and I want to make dinner, I'm going to make dinner at 4 a.m. Yeah. I really never had a set time unless I had something I had to right, actually do. Right, right. But yeah, the later it is, the more creative I tend to be. And you literally came out of the womb like that. Yeah. A night, a night person. Night person, even though I was born in the morning. But yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. And so hard to adjust because everything's so geared, you know, the school, you know. Yeah, it it was hard uh, to an extent, but that's why summer break was so great. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, summer break was amazing. <laughs> My mom was like, look at you, little zombie running around here. And I'm like, no, no, you know, it's fine. Just give me a day to reset. I promise it'll be good. So now as an adult, I think six hours is more than enough. Yeah. And I can just function fully. I love it. Yeah. Very, Too much very on cool. my mind. Yeah. Well, we and we t- you touched on it earlier, but uh, congratulations. Yes. Let's uh, cue that up if we could, Wahi. You're beautiful in your own way. Congratulations on your new day in the sun. Congratulations, it's your world, so have fun. 
Diamonds shine bright and the light so shine studio right here in Roswell, Georgia, having a great conversation and listening to some fantastic music off of Lola's new, soon-to-be-released album, Taurus. Um, and that was Congratulations. And you touched on that. That was a song you wrote as congratulations to yourself. Exactly. I love it. Exactly. I love it. As soon as my first EP was done, I immediately said, congratulations. Yeah. That's it, period. Yeah. And I wrote that on the way to the studio. Yeah. So the inspiration can come from anywhere. Yeah. Um, normally, if there's a high emotion that I'm feeling, that's normally when you get the best song. Yeah. So I was very relaxed at that point. And you have a notebook or you do it into your phone? Or it doesn't do you... matter what it is. Like napkin, my, you'll put it napkin, envelope. Back your arm. Yeah, wow, yeah. you got to capture so, it. Yeah. yeah, as long as I can get the initial concept out the way, then yeah, yeah I'll be good. I love it. And uh, when, when we were listening to that song, you talked about uh, doing a video. Yeah. And some live performances. Flesh exactly. that out a little bit for the for the listeners. All right. So on May 18th, I decided that I'm going to go ahead and start shooting videos. Yeah. And I said, okay, well, then let me go ahead and start doing the usual like Chitlin circuit, you yeah. know, a bunch of random tours at clubs and hopefully someone to hear me, you know, whatever that is. But it's, this is a different generation now. Yeah. Everything's about instant gratification, digital. Yeah. And not everyone has the time or even if they do, not everyone really wants to exert the energy to go see you mm-hmm. unless you're already known. Yeah. So I figured, let me just cave in. And my music is far from fast food. Mm-hmm. I take my time. Yeah. But let's go ahead and give you instant gratification. So if I record everything, you know, when I do my live, I don't want to put edits. I want you to really hear it. So yeah. every crack, every off, whatever it is, you <laughs> yeah. know, I want it to be live, Real. but yeah. readily available for you. Yeah. So... It's just right on my platform. I so Lolo it. the God on YouTube. Okay. Does with an A. Yeah. And yep. you just go ahead and get on there and you'll be able to see me live. You don't have to wait or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Very, very cool. So um, we're going to queue up the last track, the self-titled track. Yes. And uh, let's hear that. If we could, Wahid. Oh, oh, oh. 
is Lola in his own words, I'm not scared of or for anything I create. I know the ins and outs. And if I made it to succeed, then that's what it'll do in its own right and time. I love that. Yes. I love that. Talk about the title track. All right. So Taurus, um, (laughs) um, arrogance is a thing that we possess. Now, it doesn't always come out the way that people think it is. Mm -hmm. I feel like being desirable is something that's just it's a trait that I think we all want to possess. And right. I just think that a tourist naturally has that. <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote I a song it. based around yeah. it. So being a desirable person and being someone that we're sexual beings, yeah. but it's also someone who is, you know, once you're attached to us, that's it. Like yeah. once you have a tourist, why would you go anywhere else? <laughs> no other sign can compare. <laughs> Sounds like you should uh, uh, should have worked with Ford. <laughs> When they had basically when right, they had that car. <laughs> so, so, when did you first kind of get into the astrological zodiac signs, and then also what brought you to Atlanta? Um, How'd you get uh, the Taurus? Kind of followed me. Okay. I really never paid too much mind to it growing up. It wasn't until I was in high school, yeah. and I remember we were in class and we were studying like Greek mythology and those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about stars. I don't know how we got on constellations, but yeah. they were like, yeah, but you know, what about Taurus? And you know, they're talking about all these dynamics. And I was like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. And so you didn't even really know you no, were... No, I, like I've heard it, of course, but yeah. I just didn't pay no mind to it. And then I right. started reading up on it and I started seeing, you know, um, the different components around it. Right. You know, I also was looking at the Myers-Briggs yeah. um, study. So I said, okay, well, how can you put those two things together? So when you think about how people think psychologically and how they correlate it to, you know, whatever their zodiac is, mm-hmm. it's a really good way to kind of it's like a little social experiment sometimes. Yeah. So you put something out there and you see who really bites. And then from that point, you can really say, okay, so we are, you know, kin there somehow. Huh. Um, as far as what brought me to Atlanta, yeah. um, I stopped. Um, I was a chef when I was in Dallas yeah. and I took a break because I started getting really overwhelmed. Yeah. And um, I came to Atlanta because initially I said, okay, well, I find a chef job. Atlanta's like a music mecca. Right. So let's right. go here. Yeah. And I wanted to really focus on my craft at that point. Let me start trying to write, you know, for other people. Let me start trying to do demos for other yeah. artists. And nothing was hitting. So uh, I said, okay, well, then we're going to go ahead and be a chef again. <laughs> <laughs> people always got to eat. Yeah, so at that course, point, yeah. Exactly. And so... I stayed in Georgia because I said, this is, I know for a fact, I'm going to be great here. I don't know yeah. how, yeah. but something's going to do well. So you just had that intuition or exactly. feeling? Exactly. It was yeah. a feeling in my gut that yeah. just stick it out. Something great to come. Yeah. So, yeah. So, as a chef, what's your cuisine choice? Oh, God, I hate that question. Oh, you do? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's so much, <laughs> it's so many questions. Um, I think when it comes to being a chef, I don't really have a favorite dish yeah. per se. Yeah. But I love dessert. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, I, I heard will. the reference to the cake. With yeah. The... Cake. I just I can make cakes all day yeah. if you let me. But honestly, you my like personal the creative. Yeah, you have full creative control over it. It's mm-hmm. like whatever's in your mind now. I'm terrible at drawing, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm great at decorating cakes. Interesting. So it was just it's so 
meticulous. So you were a dessert making. chef? Yeah, I was a pastry chef. Pastry chef. Um, wow. I worked at the Ritz-Carlton yeah. in Dallas for a little while. Uh, yeah. And uh, once I left Dallas, I started working uh, Marriott's, yeah. private chefing, whatever would basically let me fill up my time. Yeah. So pastry chefs get paid a lot more. <laughs> oh, interesting. So I said, let's go ahead and go the pastry route. Yeah. It takes a lot more expertise, in my opinion. Um, I know it's a lot of chefs out there who are probably going to yell at me over that. But <laughs> yeah, being a pastry chef, it's a lot more work being yeah. that than a regular chef. It's a lot more intricate things that go into being a pastry so chef. So y'all out there, uh, maybe Lola will come to your house, no, do a cake no, and no, sing no. for you. We're not no, going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to do that. But you are doing an acapella. Yes, project. I am going to be talk, putting out uh, the acapellas that. to this album. Yeah, um, I put a lot of work. And this is where the Mariah influence yeah. or the Beyonce or the Brandy influences backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And you make a complete song when you actually fill up the back of the track. It's not just about leaving vacant space mm-hmm. because those kind of songs I think are for people with more boisterous voices like the Whitney's, mm-hmm. people who are really, um, whose voice is mainly their lead. So they can leave space so when they're live, there's room for them to be able to experiment. But yeah. As an artist like myself, I kind of wanted to be more like an experience. I wanted you to have, there's so much to listen to. If you went back and listened to the album, I promise you every single time that you listen, you're going to hear something new Different, yeah. in the back. So you got to put out the acapellas. I put a lot of work in those. Yeah. <laughs> Once you guys are here, so that will be coming out in mid-June. Wow. I love it. Yeah. Very cool. Well, we are almost out of time, but I have to ask one more question. Like, I dare to ask this. How do uh, Taurus and uh, Pisces relate? I was, um, still... Honestly, there's not too much uh, grief between us. Oh, good. Shockingly. <laughs> yeah, it's not too much That's grief. That's why I waited till the end uh, of the yeah, conversation. let's just wait. Everything's great between us. <laughs> I have no issues with Praise you guys. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Now, too many bulls. I don't know how that was going oh, gotcha. here. But, <laughs> but other than that, yeah, we're great. Fantastic. Well, what uh, parting thoughts, comments, did anything we didn't touch on, Lola? It's just been fantastic. The hour's flown by and the music is fabulous. And Thank you. Thanks to Drinkmate for sparkling our water. Yes. Lola's looking forward to putting his uh, hot sauce on uh, some, Can't wait for some chicken. fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and as a chef, that's high praise. Yeah, that is. It is. Can't wait. But um, no, the only other thing I would probably want to mention is for any upcoming artists or any established, I do write. Yeah. I also do demos for artists. So if oh, anyone yeah. needs help, anyone needs tips, or if anyone needs a song, I'm yeah. available. Yeah. I love it. Well, and then they can pair, uh, pair up with Wahid. Because he's got a boutique publishing company. Yes. All about matching up great songs with the need out there for commercials and soundtrack for TVs, et cetera, et cetera. Amazing. So check out Verde Music, DRS, ATL Studio right here in Roswell, Georgia. And make sure you look out for Lola. And again, they can find you. At Lolo the God, which is L-O-L-O-T-H-A-G-O-D. And that's the same handle across the board for Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I love it. Perfect. Brilliant. We are out of here, Waheed. Excellent. Happy birthday. (laughs) Thank you.